0: I'm Sina. I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies
1: in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are no way film experts. A deep, like dive. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me up (laughs) on this one.
0: (laughs) Hey, you're listening to two girls watch TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls Watch TV. I'm Danielle. And I'm Stina, and also now the new proud owner of a Ford Fusion.
1: You got a new Ford Fusion?
0: Fries, I wanted to tell you on here. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> when did you get a new car? I just saw you I, Sunday.
0: I know. I uh, well, I got a test. I told you, did I tell you it had like 31, so, Franz, um, I had to spend over $3,200 to fix my car. And that to me is a down payment on another car. So I went Tuesday morning because I didn't teach until the evening. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday I went back and I went with my mom to test drive it. And then I test drove it again with Dave Mm -hmm. um, Wednesday night, like after work. And then I think I got home. I kept those people there late, but I got home. I drove it home Wednesday night.
1: Oh my gosh. That's so exciting.
0: Yeah. And um, this is a recommendation for everybody. If you're test driving a car, it was really shitty out both days that I test drove this car the second day, the first day it was raining the second day it was misty and foggy and I was nervous because it wasn't my car yet yeah but then I like had my inner voice inside me go Christina if you could drive this car in this weather you could drive it anywhere true so I highly recommend testing your car not on a perfectly sunny day
1: yeah you know what that's actually a really good tip because then you get the feel for how it feels <laughs> feel for how it feels way to go Danielle um,
0: it's 7.30, Dan. I'm not expecting anything more.
1: What um? What year is it?
0: It's 2014. Nice. Um, But it's an SE version. So mm-hmm. the more I drive it, the more I'm just like, this is everything that I've wanted. A really nice but old car.
1: Yeah. You know, so, I was just talking to my dad about... So the reason why Christina said that to me specifically is because I have been whipping around new jersey in a 2007 ford fusion since high school and that thing that thing is still running
0: i couldn't remember if yours was a ford focus or a ford fusion but it is a fusion i have a fusion okay Okay. i'm
1: gonna get rocking okay you're we're recording
0: (laughs) hey christina got a new ford fusion
1: oh awesome and by new i mean 2014 to me all
0: right i'll see you later bye have a I'll good be, day. Thank you. Um, I'll be back late because I have the game right after work, so
1: Okay. Have fun. All right. Enjoy. That's that's all staying in. I hope the, the listeners oh,
0: and, Whatever. We uh, keep it real on here. Exactly. Listen, you friends are at an invisible table and we are at the other end.
1: This is this that's is real this time is. what we're doing.
0: Yeah, that's what
1: it is. Um that's so exciting though. What color is it?
0: It's silver. It's silver. Mm-hmm. It has heated seats.
1: Yeah, that's nice. Do you can you plug your phone in? Do you have Apple CarPlay and all that crap?
0: I don't think I have Apple CarPlay, but there is Bluetooth and nice. I'm surprised because the car is so like it's it's ten years old the car. Yeah. But it drives like a dream. It's yeah. brand new. This woman really took care of it and only had one owner and has a backup camera. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm like trying to get used to that. I don't <laughs> want to rely on it too much.
1: There are people watching or listening to the show and probably like it has a backup camera. Yeah, all cars should have a backup camera. Not when you've been driving car the, the I've only driven my 2007 Ford Fusion only. This is like
0: my 6th car, I think, or my 5th car. And, and what
1: was like the newest car that you had before the one that you have?
0: Well, now. at least a 2015 Nissan Sentra in 2015, but it was a stripped model. It didn't have Yeah. It had yeah, it didn't have anything fancy in it. I was like whatever you need to do to keep my payments under $200 a month, that's yeah. what we're doing here. Yeah. yeah. I
1: you used to have didn't you have like a nineteen ninety six Nissan Sentra? Ninety nine. Ninety nine.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ninety nine I crashed that one. Ninety seven I forgot to get an oil change in time and it the pressure was so bad it broke the timing belt. And that was my fault. Yeah. Um, you had
1: the black one and then you had a blue one. Yeah, it
0: was teal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh excuse- Then I had a Chevy Cavalier. And I only I had it for a few years, but I technically it was considered an accident. But there was a giant tire on when you take 21 to go on Route 3. Mm -hmm. Brant, if you're unfamiliar, it's not an easy road. It's basically like an overpass on a curb and it's sharp. And a tractor trailer just boop dumped a big tire on the road Oof. and i couldn't stop in time and the tire just like ripped everything out from under my car oh yeah that's tough mm-hmm. then i leased and then i got the last car i had the white nissan the 2008 white nissan Sentra.
1: yeah
0: and now i'm i'm uh, this is my first ford i think there you go welcome Second to the american fam. car first ford welcome to the fam thank you and i just recently found out they don't make them anymore
1: no, they don't. My dad and I were just talking about that. The year that my car was made, it was like the motor trend car of the year. And yeah, they just recently stopped making them.
0: I'm shocked because they're really nice cars. Yeah. So
1: My parents believe, from, from Six or Ten Road, hot off the presses, they believe that nobody's buying sedans anymore. Everyone's buying like crossover vehicles. I know.
0: Your girl, your girl loves her sedans. I was nervous, though, because <laughs> I'm nervous about everything. Yeah. I told my mom, can I drive this car? She's like, Christina. I was like, it's bigger. She's like, Christina, it's like six inches bigger it's than your car. I was bigger. like, it's a full-size sedan, Ma. I have, an, I have compact cars. She's like, Christina, your cars aren't compact. I'm like, well, they're compact because they fit in the compact parking spaces. And she just laughed at me.
1: Yeah, a Ford Fusion fits in the compact parking spaces.
0: I know, but it, it, the front of the car is is a lot longer. So I'm yeah. I'm trying to be, and it goes down. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody, the newer ones, the Ford Fusion, it's not like straight like yours. Yeah. At the tip, it starts to go down. So I can't really see the front of the car. Mm. So I just allow myself extra space. Oh my gosh. Just in case. But yeah, no, I love it. It rides like a dream. It's everything I've ever wanted in a car. Well, that's so. great. I love it. Welcome to the club. Thank you. Thank Maybe you. you'll I...
1: hold on to it for how long? Have I had my car?
0: Oh, from your mouth to God's ears.
1: <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me do the math. Uh, it's twenty twenty four less. Uh, you got it in twenty ten, right? Two thousand and nine. Fifteen years. I've had the you, car. I you got. I thought it was a two thousand nine car. It was a two thousand and seven. But I got it.
0: 2008. Oh, no, I didn't lease it. No, you got her off of somebody else's lease, right? Cause yeah. It's two years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think it was either 2008 or 2009. I want to say I got my license in 2008, I got the car in 2009. Okay. Yeah. That makes Fair sense. Indeed. Okay. Yeah.
0: I brag about that to everybody. I'm like, my friends had her car since she started driving. The, the difference is, though, is that it
1: has sat for long periods of time. Like, When I was at school, I didn't take the car with me. Right. The car has been up to Maine and down to Florida and back, but it goes long distances, but daily driving, it really isn't used to that. Even here, like, I have it here, and
0: we only drive it
1: on the weekends.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, but you're still running it, so that's probably how it's like. And your dad even said that he ran it when you were in college to keep it moving. Sure, yeah. Because the one car that I – well, the one car that I test drove – I test drove another Sentra. It was a 2013 Nissan Sentra. hmm And the car didn't start. Really? Yeah. And a lot. They had to jump it. Oh, that's ridiculous. And then we drove it, and it was fine. And I'll tell you, like, I guess it was a basic model, because it didn't have anywhere near the stuff that the Ford does. But mm-hmm. 2013 stripped model to a 2014, like, full model. Danielle, I thought a decade was between these cars. It was insane. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was like a no-brainer to go for the four. It, and it was a little bit more money, but yeah. but we, 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 we talked it out. Yeah, of course. We talked it out a little bit. That's why I bring Deborah. Of course. Because has, Deborah has no filter and she has no shame. <laughs> <laughs> Again, for those of you listening, if you don't know Deborah, it's my dear old mom. <laughs> not emphasis on the old, emphasis on the mom. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I was going to, we started chit-chatting before this and I was like, yeah, I could drive to South Orange and I was going to say it, but I was like, no, I got to surprise it. (laughs) Okay.
1: Thank you for the surprise. So uh, I don't know how to segue into this, but uh, what are we talking about today, Christina?
0: Oh, we're going to talk about Oppenheimer. There's no segue. I just wanted to tell you like my little tidbit of good news. (laughs) (laughs) And why are we watching Oppenheimer? Because it was. Well, there's a few reasons. One, it was nominated at the Globes and at the Oscars. And two, um, because Nicholas bought it and we watched it together. We did watch this. Well, as you know, friends, there's one rule of this. It's two girls and we only watch TV. So as long as we can watch it on our TVs, we'll do it. But I'm not spending $20 a movie every week.
1: You know, I have a a little... um, I guess New Year's resolution is the best way to put it, oh. and I didn't want to tell you this because I knew you wouldn't participate. And my New Year's resolution is to go to the movies at least once a month. Okay, <laughs> I could go to the well, but I could go to the movies. How? No, no, you cannot. You have been on this podcast for over. 200 episodes, 200 episodes, what are we on? Yeah. yeah, 200 episodes saying we're not spending money. We're not going, we're not doing. No, you're not coming to the movies with me. Uh, I'm going to the movies and I'm not inviting
0: you. I'll go by myself. It's, Wait, no, me, you won't. <laughs> How dare you? Honestly, it's probably best if I just go by myself because I'm really not a big joy. If I if I don't have someone oh. to talk to, I have less of a chance of talking in the theater. And I always have to pee. And if I've never seen the movie, it's very difficult for me to time my pee breaks.
1: Oh my gosh. I wish I, if I had the time, if I had like the the Hermione Granger like time turner, I would give myself so much time to sit through all of our episodes and clip together all the times. So we're not spending $20 at the movies. We're not spending $20 at the movies. We're not spending $20 at the movies. Well-
0: Because I I didn't want us to make a habit of doing it, like, all the time every week. Uh, Because it's Two Girls Watch TV. TV. I'm gesturing in front of me because that's where my TV is. Whatever. If you want to go to the movies, I'll suck it up and go to the movies.
1: I'm going to the movies. I'm just not inviting you.
0: (laughs) I think the last movie that I saw in theaters was... um, uh, The Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, the one that came out in, like, 20... what is that, 2018,
1: 2019?
0: Yeah. And that was the last time I went to the movie theaters. And that was a great experience. I loved that movie.
1: I saw Anyone But You in December. So I actually do need to get my movie in for the month. Actually, I'm going to count that one as January, and then we'll move on to February.
0: (laughs) There's still time left.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh... So we Nicholas bought this movie. So he bought it on Amazon Prime. That's how we watched it.
0: Correct. And just a heads up, it's a I think it's 19.99 anywhere online. And it's going to be um if any of you are trying to watch best picture films that sorry, films that are nominated for best picture, um unless it's like a Netflix original or it's an HBO you're not going to get it online for free
1: no but it also makes sense because like the the movie houses took a hit so now they're trying to recoup all their money and it's just kind of like the way that it's always been like it's always been we need to get people back to the movies and i will say last time i went to the movies it was packed like i think people are going back to the movies yeah
0: my mother really likes to go to the theater and see Caucas because the chairs are like really nice and leather and they like recline.
1: They so. um, yeah, they're like that in Jersey City because that's the movie okay. theater
0: I go to in the mall. Oh, you have you have your own movie theater now.
1: Um, it's in the Newport Mall, but it was recently closed because they had a rat infestation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: it's not that classy.
0: <laughs> oh my heavens! Well, it's city life man happens. <laughs> what are
1: you gonna do so let's get into the awards for this the academy awards were just nominated so this is and it, the academy awards are announced for march 10th is that what i just said Mm-hmm. okay so uh oppenheimer is nominated for best achievement in makeup and hairstyling best achievement in music written for motion picture best sound um Best Motion Picture of the Year. Best Achievement in Directing goes to Christopher Nolan. Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role for Killian Murphy's Performance. Uh, best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role for Emily Blunt. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role. Uh, Christopher Nolan is nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, best Achievement in Cinematography. Best Achievement in Film Editing. Best Achievement in Production Design. And best achievement in costume design. So. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, Golden Globes. Uh, this won Best Motion Picture Drama, and it was nominated for uh, Cinematic and Box Office Achievement. Uh, this won for Best Original Score. Um, Killian Murphy won Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. Uh, this won, Robert Downey Jr. won Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role. Uh, this was nominated for Best, uh, Screenplay. This was nominated for, or Christopher Nolan was nominated for Best Director. Oh, I'm sorry. Christopher Nolan won for Best Director. My apologies. Um, and then Emily Blunt was nominated for Best Performance by a Female Actor in a Supporting Role. Okay. That's it? That's all I got.
0: This is the story of Oppenheimer, a, gen- a genius of a scientist who created the atomic bomb. Oppie deals with science, the science, the success, the moral turmoil, and the setbacks.
1: So uh, Dr. J. Robert Oppenheimer, which no one knows what the J stands for, is played by Killian Murphy. His wife, Kitty Oppenheimer, is played by Emily Blunt. His communist fling, Jean Tetlock, which was the only way that I could describe her, is played by Florence Pugh, who is a vet on this podcast. She was in Don't Worry Worry Darling. Uh, Leslie Groves from the U.S. Army Corp. is played by Matt Damon. Louis Strauss of Princeton and the AEC. And House Candidate is played by Robert Downey Jr. Sorry, Matt Damon is
0: a vet because didn't we do Goodwill? Oh, we did. No. Did we? That's the one. Yes, we he... did Goodwill
1: Hunting. Yeah. Yes, he is. Good call. Good call, Christina. Um okay. Uh Ernest Ernest Lawrence is played by Josh Hartnett. The, the amount of times we were watching this movie and we were like, that's that guy. That's that guy. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um Albert Einstein is played by Tom Conti. David Hill is played by Rami Malek, who is also a vet on this podcast. Podcast podcast he was in bohemian rhapsody and harry truman is played by gary oldman who is also a vet on this podcast he was in Mank. so we finally see the test explosion of the bomb it's a success the army packs up their bomb and they are done with oppenheimer they drop both bombs and oppenheimer must deal with the consequences of his actions uh, he becomes vocal about the adverse effects of nuclear warfare, make it, we finally make it in the movie, we see a lot of flashbacks, we make it to the current moment of Strauss in his hearing. Um, we learn that Strauss provoked and organized the AEC hearing of Hoppenheimer by handing over a file to the FBI, ultimately denying him clearance at the at the fbi and soiling his name and reputation all because oppenheimer once made fun of strauss and allegedly turned albert einstein against him that was the only way in my mind i could make it make sense i can't go into any more detail but that is the baseline what i what i gleaned from this movie that works david hill gives a whistleblowing testimony at the congressional hearing and Strauss's nomination is denied. That's what I got.
0: Oh, okay. So I've been a little bit, I uh, skipped a little bit over. Um, well, we fast forward to another round of hearings, um, in an official courtroom where Appi is granted his clearance back, um, into his beloved and, Top, uh, his beloved top secret lab that he actually created Strauss has been removed from government positions as he was proven to be as has he was proven to have no place or credentials for being there by anyone um, but the proof was specifically brought to the court's attention by scientist David Hill played by uh, Rami Malek and at the very end of the movie it brings us to Opie looking back at the lake paralleling to the beginning of the movie we also get an idea of what Opie and albert shared at the lake at the beginning of the movie it was albert basically warning Oppie how far his smarts and science could take him turns out it was actually a lot more than just gossiping about mr straws after all so, so- i just wanted to bring one more vet to your attention Florence uh, Pugh is a vet on this podcast because she was in Don't Worry Darling. I said that. You did? Yeah. Okay, I missed that one. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. So what did IMDb rate this? IMDb, this is pretty high all around. So IMDb gave it an 8.4 out of 10. On Metacritic, the Metascore was an 89, and the User Score was an 8.7. The critics gave
1: this a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the audience gave it a 91%. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right yeah so my review is really confusing right? okay. and i think that's why i chose it okay um it's an 8 out of 10 see that's high right yeah but then it's titled is it just me so <laughs> I, now I'm, I'm immediately confused
1: did someone uh, accidentally click more stars than they intended
0: well you'll see i don't know okay. i just okay is it me or did anyone else find this movie dot 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 i hate to say it dot 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 boring I know, I know. It's a piece of history, and don't get me wrong, I w- it was a good movie. But I decay going in the theater expecting something Nolan esque, and it never came. So I was kind of disappointed. Sorry. So I was kind of a disappointed. Mm, nice. Mm. I was super excited in theater, and leaving, I was like, yeah, it was good, but. I guess I was expecting something like Inception and or Interstellar, but those are fictional and I get that this is based off of a true story. Mm -hmm. I think everyone should watch this movie once and it was very eye-opening, but I won't ever endure a painful three-hour movie experience again. It's a one-and-done movie and I do respect Oppenheimer. Mm -hmm. Extremely good acting with a boatload of good actors. I also want to say that there was nothing very IMAX about the movie, so you could go to a regular theater and be just fine. Also, Emily Blunt's, Emily Blunt's ending scene was amazing. All in all, I would go as far as to say it's the most boring Christopher Nolan movie, but it is a very good movie. Let's So let's leave it at that. I still give this movie an eight. So we went up and down on this ride. Yeah, this
1: person like, hey. really was just all over the place with this.
0: But you know what? Sometimes you want a review that just sounds like a brain dump. Yeah. That's what this is.
1: Sometimes yeah. it takes you the time post-movie to really understand what you saw. And sometimes people just go straight to the internet and brain dump, exactly what it is, brain dump their feelings.
0: Yep. The good, I would the like bad, a follow-up
1: well. review to that to see how she feels a couple weeks after. I'm yeah. I'm saying she, he, whoever this per- they, whoever this person is. dean b Dean, mm-hmm. P Dean, P Dean. P is in Peter. Yes, but I don't know if it's Peter. It could be Patricia. I am so bad at like D is in dog, A is in apple, N is in. I I can't Nancy. even. Okay, there you go. I can't. I'm so bad at that. I can't even do it. I just am very clear. I try my best to be D A N. I E. Anyway,
0: (laughs) we could probably do it in movie titles at this point.
1: Oh no, my brain just can't come up with them quick enough. And it's just, it's not, can't do it. I'm just going to say the letter and hope that I don't get a, a V in the middle of my last name instead of a B. (laughs) So I have a review for two out of five stars. Accuracy was okay. Set design? Hold on. Accuracy equals was okay. Set design, comma. Costumes equals very good. Acting equals very good. Though Matt Damon seemed the wrong actor for his character, he doesn't come off as an army leader at at all. Cons. Like that later, like the later movie Pearl Harbor, they Hollywoodized it, making it into a love story instead of a factual documentary about the man and the bomb. This could have been a highly relevant great movie. Instead, it is typical formulaic Hollywood rubbish. Making perhaps the most important subject in man's history about sex is so ridiculously silly. It is sad they resorted to such a low... But hey, that is Hollywood. Sanitized, completely missed the point on the importance of his work, the man himself, and the times we were in, what it meant to the US and eventually all mankind, all that was glazed over to make this a love story. If you care about history in the least, this is an awful depiction of the man, the times, the challenges, and ultimately the results. What I have to say to this person is what love stories are they watching?
0: i have to yeah i have to disagree as i have to agree with you by disagreeing with that because i i don't feel like it was the love i mean there was definitely that like that extra like side quest storyline of you know i'm gonna cheat on my wife i don't care but i i and and then how their marriage kind of like turned out but i feel like that was done for two reasons one to show us a well-rounded picture of his life and two They needed to show us, they needed to paint the picture of who he was and how he was seen to other people Mm -hmm. so that, you know, they had a reason to like talk about him in different circles Mm because they do mention like, we think you're arrogant. We think you're a womanizer, like all those different things. Mm -hmm. And for the audience to like believe that we had to at least see a little sneak peek of that.
1: Yeah, I agree. And then I think it also drives home the bigger point of this whole thing, this whole person who is oppenheimer is that may i segue into my highs and lows because yeah absolutely I, I'm keep that point keep that like th- the idea of him cheating on his wife with gene Tatlock, and then her eventually dying from suicide keep that yeah. all keep that all here i could not understand the apple scene in the beginning of that movie where in the beginning of the movie there's green apple on his professor's desk his desk make, he the professor makes fun of him and he decides to inject it with cyanide and then leave and then he grabs it just in the nick of time before he eats it
0: before the new the other scientist eats it it wasn't even his teacher
1: yes i think the point of this is his morality and his understanding kicks in later than most like he is too zoomed in on what he's doing and perhaps his emotional state in that very moment to think of the consequences. And that and in the case of the apple, he was able to fix the choice he he made. In the case of Gene Tatlock, he was unfortunately not able to fix the mistake he made, which was, you know, not being aware of her emotional state. And perhaps, like, provoking her. And in the case of the bomb, he was not able to fix the choice that he made of, yes, he was so focused in on making it, but he didn't think of the greater consequences that would happen once it was dropped. Which was designing an even bigger bomb, the hydrogen bomb.
0: Right. Because the grass is always greener, so everybody's always looking for the next big thing. Yeah. Sorry if my voice cut out there. I'm just putting my hand in front of my mouth. Sorry about that interesting I like the way you like I like the way you brought that up and kind of tied it in with your review because it's it's definitely it's definitely clear Um, also you know what cyanide does now right
1: it's a poison I know
0: yeah okay because you were like is he gonna poison I was like she's gonna straight up kill him yeah this man is about to start like convulsing on the floor and bleeding out of all of his holes
1: yeah no 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 (laughs) I remember I I remember hearing you say that while we were watching the movie okay yeah
0: Yeah. So Also, fun fact, if you take apple seeds and grind them up, uh, be careful putting full apples in your smoothies because apple seeds grinded up have a chemical similar to cyanide or it creates cyanide so you can die. So don't do that.
1: These are the things that I don't need to hear because I'm already such a freaking hypochondriac that I can't even use. I don't even have bleach in my house. I, I can't.
0: Okay. Just cork your apple. Just don't let the seeds go in the smoothie.
1: That's all. We need to move on before I start. Uh, being. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're moving on. We're
0: good. We're moving on. Good. We're moving
1: You're on. Fine. I'm just not going to clean my bathroom for the for the fear that I'm going to make cl- like chlorine gas. I can't even talk. Okay, we're moving. Oh on. Oh my! <laughs> God. You can't. E- okay. <laughs> you
0: have a vent. Okay.
1: You've okay. you've hit my you've hit my uh. My anxiety no, point that you didn't even know. I keep this under lock. <laughs> no one knows about this. And here I am talking about it on the podcast. All right. <sighs> Moving on. Um, let's go into our highs and lows.
0: I thought the acting was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said this before a lot of times. Um, when there's a movie with a lot of actors that are big names, I get a little scared. Yeah. Um, there's a second movie, right? Because we did Barbie last week and we did Oppenheimer this week. We did that on purpose. Yes um and it's I I, both movies really the acting was supreme it's amazing to me that these movies with all these big actors have such great chemistry because there's just so many movies out there with like a lot of actors that are really well known Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't work I'm just amazed by how well they all work together Mm -hmm. because you would think that that wouldn't work but Whoever is in charge of that, whether they are in charge of themselves or it's the directing or it's the casting, but I don't know. They just all see I don't whether or not it was like that behind the scenes, I don't know. I didn't do that much research, but mm-hmm. on camera, could have fucking fooled me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. The shots were really well done, like the purposeful close-up shots. Um, and I really liked the bomb scene, even though it was like such a small section of the movie. Um, the bright lights and the sunglasses. Like I really enjoyed watching all of that happen and our main characters' reactions.
1: Also, big shout out to Josh Peck for being in the movie and uh, yeah. <laughs> being the one to uh, hit the the button to set off that test bomb.
0: Just in case, he had to stop
1: uh, it. Um, I absolutely loved the scenes. It, they started in the beginning and they like carried throughout of like Killian Murphy's car- or Oppenheimer. Like, trying to sleep, but anxiously being, like, too zoomed in on the atoms and the energy that are just, like, flowing through his mind, which, Mm -hmm. again, goes back to, like, what I was saying. He's, he's just too zoomed in of a human being. Like, I respect him for so many things, but he's just looking at things in a completely different level and not zooming out to, like, the bigger picture. Um, I loved how the movie switched after the test explosion uh, like he was so into his work and then the army just like packed up and like, all right, see you later. We got what we got needed.
0: So I found that this was a like a parallel between him and Jean, right? He got to a point where he was like, we can't do this anymore. And then, um, you know, Appian and the officer, he was like, we're good, we're we're done. Like, we're not gonna do this anymore. Yeah. And so like when he did it to somebody else, he didn't understand. But once it was done to him, he kind of understood. And then of course, when she... Committed suicide. Um, she he like fully understood.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any lows?
0: I mean, we talked about it. So Danielle and I actually watched this movie together, which is very rare. Mm -hmm. Um, and we one of the things that we had talked about was the timeline. And I know Christopher Nolan is known for doing things a little differently, but but since we were going through three different times it was difficult to only have one of the three in black and white. Like, I feel like if it was one time and then another time, black and white color, black and white color, but yeah. we were going from the creation of the bomb to the low key, I'm going to call it low key table courtroom scene that was unofficial. And then you have the actual uh, appeal for that. And so There were lots of cuts between them and it was fast pacing. So I, Mm -hmm. if you're, I don't recommend doing anything else while you're watching this movie so that you can kind of keep up. But yeah, I mean, I think black and white, I liked the scenes in black and white. Don't get me wrong, but I think it would have been a little bit easier to follow if we were only flip-flopping between two time frames.
1: Yeah. I also feel like that adds on to my point that I'm going to make, which was just all around. This movie was so confusing. Like, I am happy – this is a movie I'm happy I did not watch in theaters because I needed to pause and get up and pee and, like, get a snack. It was just, like – and I had to be, like, what – I feel like I was constantly asking Nick and you, like, what is happening? So who is this guy? What is – like, because it was never really, like, an introduction to a person. It was just, like, all of a sudden a person was there, and you have to, like, pick up who they are, what – like, who they work for – It just, it was a lot.
0: But I will say, I actually enjoyed doing that. Like, it's been a while since we've done something together for this podcast, but it was really nice, like, talking about those things together.
1: Yeah, making sure that we're on the same page, which, I mean, it's just, this is one of those movies that we, like, needed to do this. I mean, like, I don't know, one of our, like, uh, Trashy Christmas (laughs) movies. Like, those you don't really need to you can get the plot very quickly and it's not anything that's like, Oh wow. Who is this person? It's this, it just feels like it was just so much, such a big information dump.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just very dialogue heavy, Mm -hmm. which is, which is really nice because I mean, this is a show and it's very different in comparison, but like succession, very dialogue heavy, Mm -hmm. very little action happening, but like very much in tune with what's going on and I felt like that same kind of energy here where I was I really didn't feel a whole lot of like uh oh uh, all right like come on yeah I was I was really interested the whole way through it to me it didn't feel like it was that long
1: yeah absolutely I mean to spoil my expectation versus reality I would <laughs> I wasn't expecting we'll do it right now we're re we're reframing this all right expectation okay. versus reality i was not expecting such a quick paced movie
0: same i gotta be honest with you i really thought there were going to be a lot of like big lulls in between mm-hmm. and i've spoken to people who have felt like it, they had to pause it i didn't because when you go on it's not like two hours and 58 minutes it's like fuck you it's three hours just suck it up like yeah. it just said three hr and i was like okay we're yeah. in for it I think and, uh, that was
1: the shortest amount of time Christine and I have ever talked before actually, like, getting into something. Because it's like, oh, we it's going to be three hours. We got to get this going.
0: <laughs> She's like, do you mind if we start right now?
1: Oh, it's five o'clock? All right, we got to start the movie.
0: <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, no, but it, I felt like it was, I felt like it was really not that, like, long and like the distra- it wasn't to me that's it. I'm looking for that. I didn't feel like they were stretching anything mm-hmm. out. I felt like there was so much information that they had to give us. Yeah. And three out and they needed three hours. Yeah. I would watch this again before I would watch the Irishman.
1: I, I was just about to bring up the Irishman. Which also like I know it's like low hanging fruit, but like to think about Joe Coy's joke about Oppenheimer being three hours long and him like still trying to get through it how can you not get through this? Like, it's so quick. It's a quick three hours. Like, come on.
0: I really felt that way. And again, you know, I spoke with people who had to pause it, but I feel like even if you were to pause it, I feel like this movie has a lot of pausable places where you could kind of, like, I mean, we did it, right? When I went to go pee or when, like, you wanted to pause it to, like, understand something. I, I just of-
1: needed to make sure that I, like, was understand. I get really confused climax. with acronyms. I despise acronyms. Despise. Like, FBI, I get that one. That's an easy one. AEC, what the hell is the AEC? It's the Atomic some- Efficiency Commission or some bullshit like that. Like, sure can we just, uh, it mixed two things that my brain does not digest properly, which is legal terms and science. My brain, like my brain is not set up to understand that naturally. So that's why I needed a moment to stop and be like, okay, am I collecting all the information that is being presented to me accurately?
0: Yeah. But I'm glad that you did that because I didn't, you were like, at one point you paused it and you were like, okay, so we just got hit with a lot of information. And in my head, I'm like, did we? And then we talked about it and I was like, we really did. Yeah. I didn't take a moment to process that. So I'm glad that you did pause it when we did. Yeah. But for anybody listening, if you want to like take moments or breaks throughout this and you, if you want to watch it in three hours, I think it's totally doable. But I also think that there's a lot of great spaces to take a break if you need it. And I think that's, I think, I think that is the, that is a really good formula for a three hour movie. I'll be honest with you.
1: Yeah. No, you definitely need a break to digest midway through and make sure you got the information correct because I have, I have gone into movies and I have understood it completely wrong. That's, if it's a complicated movie. Oh, same. Yeah. Um, all right. So do we want to get into snack break because we had the same snack break? We did.
0: We did. Um, Okay. So I just put, we had your super green salad dip, but I don't remember what was in it. But you got to tell, you got to tell the friends.
1: Okay. So I saw this recipe on Baked by Melissa, the cupcake gal. She, I love her Instagram account because she makes these like really great salads. So this is a micro chopped salad. So. It was cucumbers, bell peppers, kale, cilantro, parsley, olive oil, lemon juice, and white vinegar, and a little bit of garlic sprinkled on top and mixed together. And we Garlic oh, like
0: powder or garlic salt.
1: I used garlic powder. Okay. And then uh, I had Tostito chips, which I was eating it with, and uh, I got Christina because she is on her Whole30 journey. That's one of the reasons why I made it. I knew you were on your whole thirty, journey and you needed Thanks a snack.
0: Sure. You, I would have. I was perfectly fine bringing my own snacks, but I do appreciate it. Those you know potato what? Potato chips were very good.
1: Sometimes you need a green. Sometimes you need something like a veggie. It's true. It's but true. like, but in a fun way, you know. That <laughs> I've been. I came to a realization. This is a side note that I really like green juice. And I realized I don't eat enough greens. Like, it took me a very long time in my life to actually like eating greens. And now I want to try to eat more greens in every day. So Fruits green juice is a nice way meal. to put it. And this chopped it's salad was was great to Sorry. add to a snack.
0: That's the easiest way to do it. Fruits and veggies every meal. Yeah. And then this is a good snack.
1: Um, ketchup that- in case. <laughs> That all being said, I got Christina olive oil kettle chips at Trader Joe's. And I was using tortilla chips to eat this way. They were really good. Yeah, they were. I stole some.
0: I also had um an apple and that that vanilla almond butter, it's like that, and then like all of the nut pods. Again, not sponsored, not sponsored, not sponsored. But I don't know how they make it taste so good without putting sugar in it. Yeah. I, I can't Shocking. figure it out and to smell so good like those nut pods smell phenomenal phenomenal
1: so we can't really tell a uh, what our husbands thought of this movie segment I know my husband likes it because he purchased it and he's seen it three times now so yeah, that was
0: impressive he's dedicated I'm, I'm so what
1: lazy. three times three nine is that nine hours of his time yeah <laughs> to yeah. the movie um, Dave was invited to watch the movie. He didn't show up. <laughs> Way to go, Dave.
0: Way to go. <laughs> um, it's okay. This is this podcast this podcast is for airing out our grievances. <laughs> so I did. I told him I was like, Danielle said she's mad at you. So
1: is this all because I didn't get him an advent calendar?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I will ask him. I will ask him.
1: Next year, he's getting it. The dog's getting an advent calendar. Dave's getting an advent calendar.
0: <laughs> I'll go up to day. This is from Danielle. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord.
1: All right. Do we have an IRL moment?
0: and I don't know if I have one. I was trying to like think if I did. Do you have one?
1: I'll give you one for us. Which okay. we both agreed in the scene where they're actually making the bomb in the uh laboratory, for lack of a better word.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: anxiety that both of us would have felt if we were placing that bomb together.
0: Oh my god. I don't Danielle, why do you do this to me? Why do you <laughs> give me these thoughts? Why do you make me think these thoughts?
1: We would be like everyone is so calm making this fucking bomb. And w- the anxiety that we would feel.
0: <laughs> I would just start laughing. I would be so nervous. I wouldn't know what emotion, like, my brain would just re, my brain would just go take a knife with the wires and just cut all the wires and all of my emotions wouldn't make any sense. I'd just be laughing in there for no reason at all. Christina was
1: anxious test driving a car in the rain and I'm anxious cleaning my bathroom. How the hell can we make a bomb? It
0: was so foggy outside, okay? It was so foggy outside. There's 97 buttons on my dashboard that I, I know two of them. And I couldn't find the defrost. So I'm driving, and in the calmest voice I could come up with, I was like, "Um, "Dave, (laughs) would you mind um, just, like, pressing the defrost button for me? And on the inside of my body, it feels like three pinball machines in one with, like, 17 balls going at a time. (laughs) Uh,
1: I would love to hear what the person test driving the car with you would like do an impression of your voice because in your mind do you think that like you said it calmly but actually like can you hit them to
0: frost oh no, no no because whenever i'm on the verge of having a panic attack i sound extremely calm it's the inside of me that's not calm and so i did everything in my power to be like hey dave could you just would you mind just like giving it a little a little push
1: and this is why down
0: it's done
1: this is why we're not chemists this is why we can never make bombs never ever ever in our lives it's not even a thought that well it's a thought in crossing my mind as how ludicrous it would be for us to be there the the world would explode it's
0: it's like we couldn't like there's no way we could get through. I mean, I'm sure that they had their funny moments. Don't get me wrong. But, like, I think our funny moments are a little different than, like, a scientist.
1: Yeah. No. I, I spill things too much to ever be near a bomb I making it.
0: That's true. It's like, oops.
1: All right. I think that's everything.
0: Do I think me. that's everything, too. I actually just wanted to bring up this um, this quote from the movie. <clears throat> the man who gave them the power to destroy themselves and they will respect that.
1: Was that the opening
0: what, quote? No, no, I think that's what, um, I can't remember if it was straws who said it, or if it was Einstein who said it, I think, but they said, you are the man who gave them the power to destroy themselves and they will respect that. And that was like one of those lines that just gave me like chills throughout mm. my whole body. So I just wanted to share that. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I wrote it down in my phone while I was, while I was tip tapping away while we were watching the movie. There you go.
1: And that's why sometimes you need to pause because you miss stuff.
0: It's true. It's true. I think that's everything, right? I think that we did it I all. Know we did it out of order, but I think we did it all. All right. So February schedule will be coming out. I know I said last week, but it's coming out this week. And thank God we waited because we had to like little make a little like change changearoo. Yeah. Okay. But we are going to start. Just letting everybody know. With Groundhog's Day, for the sole sole reason that our podcast comes out on Fridays and our podcast will be coming out on Groundhog's Day, and that's why we're doing it. That's why we're doing
1: it. I actually don't think I've ever seen this movie.
0: Oh, you're in for doozy. I'm ready. You're in for doozy. So... If you would like to write a review for Groundhog's Day, if you want to make suggestions for March, our February schedule is pretty much set in stone unless somebody has a solid case for us swapping something out. Um, suggestions for March, we're definitely looking for those. If you want to write a review for Groundhog's Day, uh, find us on Instagram and Twitter at Hey It's Two Girls. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Classic Stina. Danielle's on Instagram at Danielle Kobianki. You can also email us suggestions, recommendations. Tell us how much you like us at twogirlswatchtv at gmail.com to a spelled out, T-W-O. The YouTube channel is Two Girls Drink Beer. And friends, if you have a moment, like, rate, review the podcast, the YouTube channel. We very much greatly appreciate it.
1: All right, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your weekends and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Toodles.